0: You can tell how good somebody's childhood was by how early they get excited for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, totally. Live lifeless.
1: We're we're nice. gonna, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna fucking figure it out one of these days. <laughs> Everything's from are professionals. Yeah, we're we're professionals at this this is our 20th episode we can do it
0: <laughs> yeah how many times do you have to do something to be perfect at it uh, No. Nope, that's
1: not what it is <laughs> you're never going to be perfect at to anything be totally perfect at everything <laughs> yeah because i've um, been living
0: for like 30 plus years at this point yeah like I'm... how
1: many how many podcasts can we squeeze in before our death and th- then we'll be perfect and we'll die yeah <laughs> <laughs> Right. Anyway. Anyways. Hi. Hello. And welcome to At Your Own Risk, a survival comedy podcast hosted by us. I'm Dana Drew, and I am death obsessed, and you know you are too. oh, I sure as heck am. And I am Sarah Bassi, and I'm horrified by life's everyday woes. And if you're new here, Dana and I trade off teaching each other and our listeners how to survive your wildest fears and thrive against all odds. So Sarah helps us understand and make maybe
0: survive our day-to-day anxieties while I help us understand and hopefully survive
1: actual life-threatening emergencies. But before we really get into it this week, can we first talk about the fact that this is our 20th main episode? Like not counting minis, but like this is the big two oh. Yeah, that's really fucking nuts. I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was like, I should have prepared something for this momentous occasion. Like, you
0: would think because we, um, thanks to Sarah, label everything um, (laughs) and have it on the calendar that uh, you would think I would notice. But I didn't. (laughs) So that's cool. But, yeah, that's nuts. I think we've come a long way despite our chronic um, audio confusion (laughs) like (laughs) i just don't know
1: yeah one of these days we're gonna get the right mic so we can be in the same room i want (laughs) to spend like way too much money on how do you say it like a chaise 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 lounge yeah Yeah. i want one of those in velvet that we can both lounge on yeah and then one of us takes turns being (laughs) the
0: therapist
1: yeah i get a monocle (laughs)
0: lying and reflecting yeah that's truly the dream. Oh, man. Well, congrats. I think we've been doing a great job, and I am so happy to be here. Yeah,
1: I'm just so proud of us, and we're excited to keep bringing you the content you crave. Mom? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mom. Um, speaking of moms, uh, we are already halfway through November, which is bonkers, and we're creeping up on Thanksgiving. How nuts is that?
0: I... some. Someone the other day was like, Oh well, this happened to me two months ago in September. And I was like, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like what? I um yeah. It's nuts how, um, as humans, time always goes quickly, and we're always shocked
1: by it. I know. I feel like it's like talking about the weather. Yeah. It's like, I can't believe it's already insert month here. It's yeah, like, totally. Dude, the time has been going by the same since you were born.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nuts. Um, And I got to say, I uh, I'm not thrilled about it, but it is, sorry to everyone who's not here, a little bit easier in california at least because it's not getting freezing yes Um, but i am surprised by how i don't know why because i think i so we see it warm with sun Mm. and so it's still getting dark here really early which is depressing and i was kind of surprised by that
1: yeah it is really disorienting because it's like the temperature doesn't change all that much and then it gets really dark really early via Daylight Savings yeah. Time, which I still don't understand. And uh, it's still super, super upsetting. Yeah, it's really um, surprising. Chris and I have been, like, very affected by it getting so
0: dark so early. And we were both like, I don't know why I didn't think this would happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't understand science or the sun or anything. Geography.
1: <laughs> yeah, L.A. has enough to deal with. Why Why does light have to be an issue as well? But, uh <laughs> Do you have any fun Thanksgiving plans? I don't have anything too, too much. I'm hoping to do some sort of variation of, like, a Friendsgiving situation where we only make sides. That's, like, my dream. Oh, my God. Fuck, yeah. I was just fucking talking
0: to Chris about this. His parents are coming to, out here for Thanksgiving. Um, Woo! And they have, like, a little Airbnb. And I was like, what are we going to do with them for Thanksgiving? Um are we, like, making fucking Thanksgiving? <laughs> and he was like, no, I thought we'd just do, like, a fun takeout. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Um, and then I was like, but I want stuffing. So. Yeah. You have to do sides. We're going to have to figure that out.
1: <laughs> speaking of the holidays so like i always see like two camps of people on the internet so like one group is like very hype for the holidays and the other is like so fucking over it before it even begins it's like i think it's some people being cynical like for the sake of the internet but i think like a lot of holiday anxiety is super super common
0: i so funny you say that i was really proud of a recent tweet of mine that wasn't exclusively for the internet but (laughs) I do stand with it I think people you can tell how good somebody's childhood was by how early they get excited for Christmas (laughs)
1: like
0: I get excited for Christmas maybe like a week before Christmas
1: oh my god my stomach hurts that like really (laughs) I don't know I must have missed that tweet I am like crying (laughs) over here (laughs) That is so um, funny, Dana. Yeah,
0: and I wasn't just saying that to be cynical. I really sincerely think it because I was, like, really looking at people I know who were, like, aggressively pro-Christmas, basically when Halloween was even starting to be a thing. Like, yes. October, people start getting excited about Christmas. And I'm like, why? Yes. Like, what the fuck? Who cares? <laughs> I know. I know like I just deeply do not understand it. Unless you're a
1: very <laughs> literal child, I don't yes. get it. I do Or not a get fucking it. reindeer <laughs> <laughs> or like a guy who has the build of Santa that gets to get paid in the winter time.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, really. I I don't uh it's expensive. It's usually cold. I feel like it's kind of anticlimactic. There's always like some Maybe, like, weird, like, family drama or, like, I don't know. For me, a lot of it is, like, everyone's dead. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, my mom and I are always like, oh, yeah, this is kind of depressing, isn't it? Um, I know. There used to be more people here. (laughs) And it's just kind of, like, weird, um, especially as you grow out of being, like, a kid and living at home. Um, and I think also before you have your own family that, like, it's, like, definitely you're not going home for Christmas. Maybe your parents are coming to you or whatever. And also I don't mean to be so Christmas-centric because I'm sure yeah. other holidays are people who aren't, like, I'm not religious at all. I'm just – I glom onto Christmas in a really stupid way. But I – yeah, I um, – I don't. Um, I don't really care uh, about Thanksgiving or Christmas.
1: Yeah. How about you? Uh, I totally agree with what you said. I feel like, especially the part where you're talking about how like traditions are so different. Like because we're in this weird middle zone yeah. where it's like, I don't have my mm. old traditions. I don't have a family, so I don't have new traditions yet. So you're in like tradition transition. Mm. Like we don't know what we're doing, um, and it's super stressful. Like if you had to guess. What would you think are the top stressors around the holidays? Oh, my God. I mean, I bet it's, like, travel or, like, coordinating shit. Like,
0: uh and then getting over the sort of, like, mm-hmm. familial strife of, like, who's going where and when. Mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. like that's always a big thing. And then, yeah, I think, like, family drama, like, different personalities, different yeah. people who... Are at different phases in their lives and may not know each other as well anymore and everyone's weird about it. Um, And finances. There are a lot. (laughs) I don't know how to pick. I'm just like
1: suddenly thinking of so many. This is like Santa's (laughs) list but like the sad version. (laughs) What are things you don't want? Yeah, yeah, totally. But Dana, you're totally right. Um, I found this survey from 2019. And to caveat, I tried to find a more recent survey. But last year, as we all know, was unprecedented. And the majority of the reporting last year focused on stress around the holidays and COVID-19. So anyways, like this is from 2019, not that long ago. Uh, But based on this survey, the top four stressors were financial strain, Finding gifts for people, family gatherings, and putting up decorations. <laughs> Which, I don't know why that made me laugh. Decorations? I'm what? like, is Instagram really how hard breaking is your, our brains how that hard? How is your life that putting up decorations? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how big is, is your house? Is
0: you asshole? <laughs> a, is equitable with financial strain. Like, <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> totally. I also... Nothing screams like I... I have money, and uh, I have expendable <laughs> income and storage, like having holiday decor. Yes. Like, nothing does. <laughs> yeah. I have a single jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> it's a staple decor item at this point. I can't put it anywhere, so it's just a part of our aesthetic. <laughs> it's
1: it's taken roots on your credenza.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, people who can deck out their house for various, yes. like, are on a different level of... <laughs>
1: Celebratory. We drove by a house in Beverly Hills, and I kid you not, I should have sat there and counted, but it had to be, like, 40 to 50 life-size figurines. And I was like, do you have... A layer? Right, a person does weird shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you have like a secret layer that you keep all of this? No, they
0: have like a really specific fetish <laughs> and then one time a year they get to be really open about it and no one kind of questions Totally,
1: it. like we were saying, do you ha- put that in the shed or is there some sort of sex basement where you keep all of those? Yeah, exactly. Like, where is this all going? Um, <laughs> and also bins are expensive. Yes, like let's just talk about container store prices yeah
0: (laughs) anyway on today's episode of at your own risk we will be discussing (laughs) container
1: store prices
0: and how to survive them
1: we're not sponsored by them yet but maybe we will be after this
0: yeah so we can all fucking afford
1: it yeah absolutely fuck you container store (laughs) (laughs) this is how we get our sponsors yeah um but today, I really want to get to the bottom of one of those top four stressors during the holiday season, one that I think is a pretty universal experience in one form or another. Um, so when we get back from the break, we're going to talk about managing and dealing with difficult family members during the holidays. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> we, uh, there is a, not a single person on this
0: planet that doesn't need this episode.
1: Everyone just went, you. Finally, <laughs> yeah.
0: and if you don't need this episode, sorry to tell you, you are the difficult family member. <laughs> you are the worst. Anyway, here's pretty litter. <laughs> So, if you listen to our podcast and here you are listening to our podcast, you're well aware that we love our pets, which is why we are absolutely thrilled to be sponsored by Pretty Litter.
1: Okay, so for real, Dana, Pretty Litter is an absolute game changer. Being a millennial, my apartment is pretty small, and now that I work from home, my space is extra important to me. So, the smell from George's Litter Box can be like truly lethal (laughs) and mood altering to say the least. But ever since Pretty Litter sent me a month's supply of their special formula, it's like George doesn't even poop in the closet next to my desk. (laughs) Plus, their formula is made to reduce litter, dust, and not aggravate allergies which we all know is a great way to avoid getting a life-changing parasite. As someone who is always fearing worst-case scenarios and doing everything I can to prepare for
0: them, do you know what my favorite part of Pretty Litter is? Oh my gosh, what? Your face right now. I can't. (laughs) So Pretty Litter actually actually changes colors to help detect early signs of potential illness in your cat. So like, urinary tract infection, kidney issues. Like, the litter actually changes colors to let you know about this early on. Uh, and when I found that out, I was like, okay, so this litter was legit <laughs> made for George because like most cats, he's pretty famous for hiding that he's sick until it's really serious and it ruins Sarah's life. And, uh, especially for male cats, UTIs can be really, really serious and all of these issues can be predicted ahead of time if you use pretty litter. So they can help you save your pet's life or at the very least catch an illness before it like balloons into a major issue that costs you a small fortune at the emergency vet.
1: Absolutely. And Dana, having the peace of mind that my litter is not only keeping our house clean and tidy, but also helping me keep an eye on Georgia's health more closely. Um, it just means the world to me. And did we mention that it ships for free to your doorstep and is somehow in a very lightweight, easy to store bag compared to other heavy, bulky cat litter bags. Like, I'm so sick of walking home from the grocery store with those boxes of kitty litter, and it feels like I'm cutting off my fingers. So it really can't get any better than this.
0: Well, Sarah, it can get better because Pretty Litter (laughs) is offering our listeners 20% off their first month's supply of Pretty Litter if you plug in our special code, and that code is A-Y-O-R at checkout.
1: And not only will that change our listeners' lives, but it will also help support the pod. So what a win-win. Again, use code A-Y-O-R at checkout for 20% off your first month of Pretty Litter today.
0: Love you. We love you and your cats. Uh, Bye.
1: Bye. So for today's holiday how-to, we're going to go through how the hell to survive our difficult family members while paying careful attention to the why of it all. So we're going to focus on why do we feel extra anxious during the holiday season, how you can prep for a difficult family gathering, what to do during the gathering and then, like, how to cope Mm -hmm. after the event. (laughs)
0: Yeah, for real. I feel like people don't really talk about the post- Yeah. Weirdness.
1: Absolutely. Because I feel like you always think about the event itself. Like, I feel like I always obsess over what's going to happen when I'm there. Yeah. Instead of the before and the after, which are kind of the most key moments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. To start things off, um, maybe lay down, take some ibuprofen, because (laughs) this subject matter is... (laughs)
0: It's my <laughs> yeah, lounge. it's a
1: huge <laughs> headache in both theory and practice. I have no doubt that the topics today will be triggering to a lot of people, so I really apologize in advance. I am trying to not screw you too hard.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's triggering, but also, like, I think in a lot of ways, if, if this type of topic is especially triggering to you, it's also especially valuable to you. Um, yeah. So obviously, like, you want to be in a good place to hear it, but... um but yeah I think uh that is also a good signal to to you internally that yeah this to is you needing actually something you need to explore
1: totally. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. I think sometimes, like, I tend to step away from the things that make me uncomfortable, and really that's an indicator of Mm -hmm. something you might need. So if you're panicking right now, stay tuned. (laughs) We're going to figure it out together. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also want to preface this episode with family. I love you very much. Oh, I feel dad? very fortunate to have a family to check in with during the holidays, and I understand that not everyone has that privilege. Mm-hmm. So I just want to be clear that the sentiments in this episode are from stories and resources I collected during doing the research, not necessarily from my personal experience. Um, <laughs> I love you, Mom. And that's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. I feel like um, I
0: apologize ahead of time for anything I say that sounds like I hate you, Mom. <laughs> I don't. I love you so much. And you are a yeah. number
1: one fan. <laughs> And I think, like, it's just important to remember as we go through this stuff that it's like, yes, everyone is stressed during the holidays. Your family makes you so, so stressed. But at the core of it all is is a lot of love, hopefully. So just want to keep that in mind. I, at least I come at it
0: from a perspective of, like, my parents and family and friends are all people with flaws. And, like, I need to... Um, and I while they may impact me, it's not necessarily a reflection on them as being like good or bad people. So Absolutely Um Yeah, I uh I I hope I can be vulnerable and open throughout our discussion, but I also um yeah, I same caveat <laughs> to this only person I'm related to that listens to this <laughs> yeah, podcast, totally. which is my mother. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Sarah's one thousand family members are listening. <laughs> oh no. Totally. And uh and man, it's uh if if nothing is reliable, at least the fact that everyone has some weird shit going on <laughs> yes. in their family is a is a continual
1: guarantee. So
0: I'm pumped. I can't wait. I'm going to sit back. I got some Starbucks.
1: Oh, hell yeah. This is great. I have a beer because this research (laughs) made me so stressed. Um, But I think it's really helpful before we get into the nitty gritty to take a step back and provide a deeper understanding of why the holiday season is so stressful to begin with. So because of the heightened state everyone uh, is already in during the late fall and early winter months, it can make interactions and conflicts with family members feel even more intense and more high stakes than they would any other time of the year so first we're just going to go ahead and acknowledge and validate the fuck out of the fact that the holiday season is stressful simply bringing awareness to this can help provide some Mm -hmm. perspective as to why sometimes we lash out at or get annoyed by the people we love the most which is basically what we were just talking about um so we'll start off uh why do we feel like shit Uh, So we're going to kick things off with the heavy hitter for the holiday season, and that is seasonal affective disorder. Before we get into it, can we all just laugh at the fact that the abbreviation for seasonal affective disorder is aptly SAD, S-A-D?
0: Yeah. So which came first? Were they like, (laughs) we have to make it sad? (laughs) Um, Or was it like seasonal depression disorder? And then they were like, no, we're so close to that. (laughs) That's another word. Totally. I think that's probably what Like, happens. I think
1: if we worked for the medical industry, like, whoever coins these terms, we would come up with this. Like, this is so brilliant. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
0: if I came up with medical terms for everything, it would be, like, big, ouch, <laughs> sticky, shouldn't be. <laughs>
1: bad, bad, no, no disease. <laughs> Stinky weird. Um, But, yeah, I could probably do a whole podcast on seasonal affective disorder. But again, like I am not a doctor. I'm just a WebMD obsessed hypochondriac. So we can do like a quick (laughs) overview here. But if you have more questions, you can talk to your doctor. Um, basically, it's a type of depression that's associated with the changing of the season. So it can typically start in the fall and then transition into the winter months. Um, there are a ton of various root causes for seasonal affective disorder. I'm not going to get into all of them, but some of them are like family history and like good old regular depression. Um, but a huge one is the fact that it's so fucking dark all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. Dana you mentioned this earlier like it's just so depressing some might even call it sad (laughs) <laughs> um so yeah your biological clock also known as your circadian rhythm gets totally messed up during the winter months due to decreased sunlight we just experienced daylight savings time and it's really hard to start and end your work days in the dark so decreased sunlight can lower your serotonin and melatonin levels which affect both your mood and your sleep patterns. so no wonder we feel like absolute steamy hot garbage yeah totally yeah and and sad can look A lot like regular depression with symptoms like loss of interest in activities you once loved, low energy, insomnia or oversleeping, changes in your appetite or weight, feeling tired and easily agitated, uh, lack of concentration, feelings of hopelessness and thoughts of becoming unalive, like all of these really – terrible terrible things um and i just want to say like if you're feeling any of the above or the above if um, can you tell that i have notes in front
0: (laughs) if you are feeling any any of of the above above.
1: if you're looking above you (laughs) if you're if you're feeling any of the symptoms that i just listed please please seek the help and guidance of like a doctor or a therapist or talk to a loved Mm. one like i can't suggest that enough um in addition to seasonal affective disorder or SAD, there are a ton of other fun or F U N reasons SpongeBob. we feel this way around the holidays. I know. I immediately thought of SpongeBob when I thought of this. Like F is for friends who do stuff together. U is, is for you for and me. You. No is for no. We should stop because we're gonna get sued. <laughs>
0: Honestly, if I get sued by Big Spongebob, I have been living my best. I life.
1: hope they serve you like with a sponge stapled to the paper. Yeah, I hope
0: sponge- someone in a Big Spongebob suit shows up to my door and goes, are you Dana?
1: <laughs> and I say, thank God I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. <laughs> Manifesting is real. <laughs> But yeah, full disclosure, I made up the FUN acronym based on the biggest three stress causers of the holiday season aside from uh, seasonal affective disorder and your annoying-as-fuck family. So FUN stands for Financial Stress, Unrealistic Expectations or Commitments, and lastly, New Routines. So... F, uh, financial stress (laughs) is, like, super easy to wrap your head around. It's just with the cost of gifts and travel and food and decor, the average American is, like, feeling the heat all winter long. Uh, This year Mm -hmm. is especially difficult for families and businesses due to the supply chain shortage that Dana so expertly outlined in our last episode. So, like, go listen to that if you haven't already because there's a lot of great info there. Um, and then the U is unrealistic expectations. And this is something that we are going to touch on more in depth a little later on. But basically everyone has this vision of what the holidays should look and feel like based on social media or movies or whatever. Um, I'm sure like you feel it. I feel it. Everybody feels it. It's terrible. Um and it's inherently unrealistic, and you're basically setting yourself up for a heartbreak from the very start. So like I said, we'll talk about this more later, but it's an important thing to note. Um, the other half of the you is unrealistic commitment. So this is speaking to the idea that during the holiday season, we are constantly overextending ourselves, attending social gatherings and parties, mm. which can be I- incredibly anxiety-inducing even for the most extroverted individuals. Oh, that's, that's a
0: good point.
1: Yeah, it's like you don't even think about it because you're like, I should be excited for these things, but it's really draining. It's really, really yeah, draining. Yeah, And
0: I think a lot of when I think of people who get excited about it, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you have to, like, <laughs> oh my God, I have to, like, think of presents for people, decide what the cutoff is for how close I am to people I'm going to give gifts to. I have to maybe yep. go to parties and get then get an clothes outfit.
1: on. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yep. And totally. it's expensive. It's like and slap COVID and like the pandemic on top of everything yeah, and like scary. Yeah, like this could be very well be like the first time you're seeing a large group of people since the pandemic totally, started. Totally. And
0: also like everyone is arguing politically. It's totally a nightmare.
1: Yeah. So that's the you of fun. <laughs> Um, And the N stands for new routine. So this is a pretty large bucket that encapsulates a change in eating habits, drinking more alcohol, sleeping less, like maybe you traveled and changed time zones. Maybe it's cold outside so you stopped going for like morning runs so you're exercising less. Like these are all things that uh, upset your normal, you know, routine and rhythm Mm -hmm. um, and can make you feel really kind of crappy. And all of this to say, the winter is a real challenge for so many people to begin with. Add the holidays and a difficult family member to the mix, and you might be one spiked eggnog away from completely losing (laughs) it. So while a lot of the things that I mentioned are uncontrollable, like what we're going to do is focus on the things that we can control. And one of those things is how we manage and facilitate healthy interactions and reactions with our family members. Oh, yeah. So- Let's fucking get into it. Let's
0: get into it. It's
1: before the event. So the event is in the books. It's on the calendar. You're dreading it. Uh, You have a family gathering at your racist uncle's house or your step-whatevers, and you know it's going to be terrible, like, so fucking bad. (laughs) Like, you just
0: know it's going to be bad. Sorry, there's absolutely so much drilling going
1: on around my apartment right now. It's like they're (laughs) circling me with
0: drills. Um, It's been taking me so long to just fucking say this nonsense. Anyway, so... (laughs) Family gatherings, for me, um, often at Thanksgiving, didn't really involve other family members. Um, it involved me watching other people's crazy families, and that was pretty fun, actually. Um, but, I wish you, uh, like,
1: kept a diary of all the crazy stuff you saw. I know. I me did. too. But, like, as an there adult, I think it's stuff. gotten
0: a little weirder because it's not totally clear what we're going to do because I don't live at home or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I, um, I think the before at this phase of my life is definitely stressful because I, like, don't really know whose feelings I should yeah. be prioritizing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like the as a child the decision was made for you and now that you have to make the decision, it's traumatizing. <laughs> right, totally.
0: You had like a more traditional nuclear and enormous family. So, what was a uh, what's what's that like pre pre-event?
1: Yeah. I mean, my mom is one of 7 and my dad is one of 5. So, we have huge <laughs> ass family gatherings it's truly insane but like i'm really fortunate like i had a lot of cousins that were my age and and that was really fun we also like have a ton of big personalities so like obviously like the classic you know family clashes here and there Mm -hmm. but like Overall, netted in a positive direction, and there was never really a question of where we were going. It was kind of like we alternated families or like would do the turkey trot in the morning and go to dinner. So oh, that's really cute. yeah, it was is very, very fun. But I think Dana, you're gonna love this first tip because the first piece of advice is don't be afraid to say no altogether. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing this year. <laughs> Totally. It's easier when you're far away. But as I mentioned previously, like, there are so many events during the holiday season. Like, don't be afraid to tap out of what you think might compromise your well-being. I think people have such a hard time
0: doing that, especially with, like, parents who – are like really desperate for their kids to come home or like see them not participating as like a reflection of like hating them i think there's like a lot of that especially during the pandemic uh... i feel like we are seeing a lot of people's parents pressuring them to do make unsafe choices for the sake of like familial tradition bullshit Mm -hmm. which is just so selfish and messed up
1: it's so wild because it's like i'm showing you love by not going yeah that's such (laughs) a good point or like um
0: yeah, I, I would be proud of my child for being able to make that kind of decision for themselves Aww. or, like, think independently like that. I um, Yeah. It's hard to imagine
1: exclusively being pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's just – it's so hard to say no, like, especially yeah. to your parents. Um, but if it's – if saying no isn't an option for you because I know that some families just have really locked – traditions like you have to go the backlash just like is not worth it totally like the blowback is worse than it's what the gathering be so would have been worse, to begin yeah. with <laughs> totally. yeah so so like this tip is maybe offered to host instead. I think this tip is, like, a little bit of BS because hosting can be super, super stressful. However, like, the overall sentiment makes sense. If you host, you can invite who you want to invite, and you can be in control of how long the party goes. So I think there is something to be said about that.
0: I think a lot of people just went, um, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, they're like, I never, ever want to do that, ever. Yeah, seriously. Um, so yeah, if you feel so brave, you could host. But if you are not... um, Um, you can actually just start to exercise some self-care. So that's our next tip. Focus on eating right, drinking water, exercising, getting sleep. Do whatever you need to do to get grounded before your family absolutely blasts you off into another dimension. Just brace for impact. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, seriously. I feel like the buildup is sometimes worse than the actual event. Mm -hmm. But these next few tips are critical. So, like, get your pens and paper out because this is, like, really good shit. So... The big one is being at peace with the fact that some, not all, conflict is natural and normal. It's about acknowledging that the holidays are stressful and offering yourself and your family some grace and that it's okay if there are minor disturbances here and there. Like, try not to sweat the small stuff and pick your battles. Uh, When you go in with the expectation that things are going to be fucked up, you're going to start looking for every little detail as confirmation of what you've imagined in your mind. Mm -hmm. So if you're able, like, try to start the holiday season with a blank slate. I know that can be really hard, but um it's definitely good to keep no, in that's mind such a,
0: I really love that
1: that also made me think kind of like
0: you need to step back and realize that everyone that you're at this family gathering with is also having an individual experience just like yours that's like stressful and like has the same anxieties. Mm-hmm. so it might feel like maybe you're the only one that's like stressed and worried about it but that's very unlikely so um Trying to be, like, Absolutely. the person that doesn't make it difficult yes, for other people. I totally to agree. Extent.
1: Yeah, it's just practicing a little bit of empathy. It can be really hard. <laughs> yeah, totally. Especially when you don't get it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> absolutely like i think every family dynamic is so different and so all of these tips you're going to really have to pick and choose and like make your own survival vision board because make your own fun yeah make your own fun get out there kids um but this next tip i learned on wikihow so you know it's absolutely hell legit, yeah love but, a good wikihow bring it on yeah i just i can't stop going there first it's just <laughs> so funny Uh, It's important to understand why families fight and bicker in the first place. So every family, like I said before, is a really complex structure. But what it boils down to is that people notice smaller differences much more than they remember sameness. So spending more time with people can equate to all of these minor grievances bubbling up into larger issues over time. So close proximity in a family system over the Mm -hmm. years really breeds this cumulative annoyance that can grow and feel like a big, big, bad, scary thing. Um, and I don't want to invalidate any familial pain because it's definitely real and deep and toxic and destructive. But sometimes like understanding why the smaller stuff feels so massive is really helpful context. Totally. And I feel like so many people too, like
0: when you get that big of a group together, it's like some, some people get like performative or some people's personalities change or like some people, you know, like you might do or say things for somebody else that you wouldn't normally like I think adding so many Mm -hmm. personalities into the mix kind of like adjusts I don't know like you're different with people one-on-one than you are in a big group and so I think in a in a tumultuous family or a normal family that adds to it as well and it's just yes (laughs) (laughs)
1: so this tip is super great and something that i definitely want to practice before i have to go to literally anything i don't want to attend holidays or not um you got to make an affirmation and repeat the fuck out of it before you go to the event and while you're at the event i have this like memory dana of like maybe you doing this for something that's so funny because I
0: like I chronically (laughs) don't do this like to a point that's like really probably bad for me
1: yeah I feel I don't know why I feel like I remember like before a difficult conversation you had you did it like your friend made you do it or something yeah that's actually a really
0: good point um yeah I was having a really difficult conversation with a family member and it was um leading up to it one of my my cousin is like a psych NP and I was talking to her about (laughs) I won't get into it I was talking to her about like personality types and like how to get through to somebody with a specific personality type and like or like how to how to structure the conversation in a way that will actually be productive and um one thing she suggested is like um repeating like uh repeating kind of like an I statement that is, like, concise and kind of gets to the point of of the issue. Um, and so her and I practiced mm-hmm. me saying as often as I could throughout the conversation, like, kindness is important to me. And so, like, because that was kind of, like, the crux of my perspective oh. of the problem was that, like, I kindness is really important to me. And when I don't feel like I'm getting that or um, yeah. seeing other people I love get that, it's, like, really a big problem for me. And so, um, so yeah, it's not necessarily, like, affirmations for myself, but, like, yeah, just kind of, like, yeah. I think that actually is a pretty good one for Thanksgiving because it's, like, kindness is important to me and it doesn't have to be, like, I am kind because mm-hmm. that's not always true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally. But,
0: like, kindness is important to me and therefore I will be attempting to – or, like, you know, like we were saying earlier, like, empathy is important to me. Um, yeah. like repeating that to yourself as like a value you have that will be brought into yes. this shitty situation. Yes. I love that so much. <laughs> like I think we often think of like complimenting yourself as affirmations and I need to try to reframe it as like, you don't if it feels uncomfy and weird to do that for yourself, like I am kind.
1: Then, like, just adjust the yeah. little bit I love it. that so much that it's, like, instead of trying to label yourself as something that maybe you're having trouble accepting or actually achieving, yeah. you're tapping into, like, a value that you really yeah, care Yeah, totally, totally. Dana, and shout out to you for, like, doing all of that work. This is exactly what everyone listening to this podcast should do before things <laughs> <today. laughs> Yeah, call your
0: cousin. Call my cousin. you
1: get a gold star. <laughs>
0: i totally forgot i did that so much that i told you i've never done this in my whole life and then proceeded to ramble about it for five minutes that's
1: um what we call capital t trauma Dana. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's all a blur yeah totally but i i wrote down like a couple things that like i would i would probably say to myself which would be like Uh, patience is important to me to take a page out of Dana's book. Mm -hmm. Um, I love my family and can accept that we're imperfect at times, or (laughs) I will not Mm -hmm. lose my absolute shit. I will not lose my absolute shit. Um, Like something even silly is working, you know? Yes, yes. I love all that so much. But lastly, before we hop in the car and head to the gathering, I want to share my favorite tip. Um, It is So important before you even get there to manage your expectations for the gathering itself. I hate when people tell you to expect the worst because I think that's a super cynical and very sad way to live. So instead, this holiday season, expect imperfection. Um, As I mentioned before, it's, like, so incredibly easy to get wrapped up in what the holidays should look and feel like. Um, But in general, if a sentence has should in it, it's likely a cognitive distortion. And we'll probably do a whole episode on cognitive distortions in the future. Hell yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, but they're basically they are habitual irrational thought patterns that cause anxiety and depression. It just fucks with your perception of reality. Um, so all in all, expecting a perfect holiday season coming out of a global pandemic, like come on, cut your family and and yourself some slack and expect imperfection. Yeah, totally. I
0: feel like a lot of my uh, my uh, frustration with uh, the holidays is. Um being like i don't have that i don't have the thing other people are having they're all having such good holidays mm-hmm. like i'm kind of anticipating it being tough to see be with chris's family on the holiday because like they're so lovely and they have such good positive relationships with each other and like
1: Part of mm-hmm. me is really
0: happy to be a part of that and see it and so happy for him.
1: But it's also kind of like. I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can only imagine that it it feels like a gut punch. And I think with social media, too, it's so easy to latch on to like what other people have. And like project and imagine what's going on being like, oh, man, they're all so fun and matching. But really, <laughs> yeah. like
0: dad's drunk and mom's fighting. and
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cousin cousin Larry puked all over his plaid shirt. Yeah. You know? Seriously. It's... Everyone's really high and <laughs> mom's really mad about it. Yeah, totally. So now that you're in the car on the way to the gathering, we are gonna uh halt brakes. <laughs> <a little> bit. <laughs> Slam on those brakes. Yeah. Skirt Yeah, no. Uh yeah, while you're in the car, uh on the way to the gathering, we're going to take a quick a quick yield, a quick stop stoplight moment and we're going to pause because we're going to turn this into a two a two
0: parter parter. this is so exciting we haven't really done this on the on the fly before and I'm really yeah I just feel
1: like this topic is so big and so juicy uh just like that turkey that your mom is probably already working on um so we are going to pump the brakes on this part of the episode and then we are going to pick up next week when you are at the gathering just a few days before Thanksgiving itself So it'll be as relevant as possible. Yeah, hold my beer spooky season. It's Thanksgiving, bitches. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And speaking of BetterHelp, how's life going these days, Sarah? <laughs> well, Dana, I'm glad you asked because, as you and our listeners know all too well, it can be really hard. And you know what's easy, though? Connecting with one of the thousands of licensed therapists at BetterHelp. And we couldn't be more excited to be sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a customized,
0: secure online therapy that offers video, phone, or even live chat sessions with your therapist.
1: And I know that we and basically everyone on the planet right now might be struggling with their mental health, whether it be the pandemic relationships work troubles or that feeling that the world is ending <laughs> yeah my BetterHelp therapist is like really in for a treat but whatever your
0: reason for therapy is you deserve to be happy
1: yeah and finding a therapist shouldn't be so hard that you need a therapist to deal with the process and better help is actually way more affordable than most in-person therapy plus there's no waiting for calls back or schedules to open up you can start communicating with your new therapist in under 48 hours for yourself or even as a couple so join Us and the millions of people who are taking advantage of online therapy. It's always
0: a good time to invest in yourself and prepare your mental health for life's inevitable ups and downs. After all, you are your greatest survival tool.
1: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and at your own risk, listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com/slash AYOR.
0: That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash A-Y-O-R. Support the pod and your mental health by signing up today. Love you. Love you. And your brain. Bye. -bye. And now you have something to listen to on your plane ride um, to uh, get picked up by your brother-in-law, who's kind of weird.
1: (laughs) Yeah, totally. His car smells like cat piss. Yeah,
0: it does. And they don't have a cat. (laughs) Now I have to think of two fucking things I'm proud of. Christ. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, I didn't even think of it. Okay. <laughs> Um, like I didn't it was hard to think of one Oh um, no, it's so okay. hard mine's literally from an hour <laughs> yes. ago oh my gosh okay well to wrap up this episode before we dive into the thing that we are proud of I want to say that I will credit all of my resources next week especially WikiHow. <laughs> yeah don't worry come to our uh, official roast of <laughs> Sarah's
0: resources next Tuesday
1: <laughs> oh my god yeah it's a special holiday roast <laughs> get your forks baby but yeah I will definitely um plug them in our episode next week. So don't fret. Uh, they will get their credit. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but I feel like I've been talking so, so much. So Dana, do you want to kick us off with what you're proud of? Oh, man. Well, first of all, I don't think you are. I think
0: you keep enlightening me and then I inject. (laughs) So um, yeah. So actually today I have like a proud of and then also a big thank you to Sarah because I so when we're recording right now, it's the 10th of November. And last week when we were doing our recording for like the product shortages and stuff, I was like, bubbling (laughs) with anxiety for the holiday season and uh getting like my shit figured out for my shop and like what people will want um and I uh have been especially overwhelmed not only because of the product shortages issues or just like anticipating kind of a slight uptick in sales but also because I've definitely noticed a a major tanking in sales since like last holiday season um I -hmm. think like I think there's a lot less going on that people are, like, really passionate about these days. Like, the election was happening, the pandemic was happening. Like, I just felt like I was really connecting with a customer base, like, a year ago that I feel a little bit more disconnected from now. Um, And also, I think people just kind of, like, you know, aren't spending their money. They don't want to, like, uh, you know, there's not a big a ton of reasons to buy things. So, anyway, um, long story short, I've, like, had some new products are done, like, big launches that I put all this, mo- like, money and effort into. Oh, drill. Ayo. And there's a drill <laughs> behind me, and everything's great now.
1: <laughs> everything's fine. I'm cured. <laughs> uh, can you hear it? I'm worried about continuing to... Uh, Hold on, wait. No, I can't okay. hear it, but... that's no, okay. I'm kinda... <laughs> Oh my God, Dana! I'm gonna Sorry. take a picture.
0: <laughs> so um, I'm under blanket fort now. Hopefully, it's helping. If it's not, I'm just sweating for no reason. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I I can't I'm, keep it together I'm
0: feeling like a little burned by have putting all of this like effort and you have to pay for listings and products and memberships and all this shit Um, and then not really having any sales happen and it's kind of like just a total waste of time where I could have been doing something that actually pays me or like not buying I don't know it's just really hard to predict and annoying and I'm just scared that's going to happen again. I'm going to spend, like, the next two weeks busting my ass and then make no money. And then it's just going to be a shit show. So I've been anxious about it. And I've been confiding in Sarah about it. And um, earlier today, she uh, really helped me with a big, like, reframe or reset where Sarah was like, why don't you just try to do, like, one thing? (laughs) It's like, mm-hmm. what a novel yeah, idea, yeah. Sarah.
1: Um, so
0: I this is actually really funny. It makes it way more easy to be vulnerable and um, to tell you how grateful I am for our friendship while I'm under this blanket and oh not my looking God. at anybody.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I can't take it. There's like a tortilla ghost <laughs> talking to me right now. under
0: Rogi's really smelly tortilla blanket. So, uh, oh my God, this <laughs> drilling is absolutely insane. Uh, so yeah, so, okay, I have to stop. It's like right. Oh my god, Dina!
1: I'm like so hot and red, (laughs) laughing at this right now. I'm like trying to keep it together and be serious. It's so funny. (laughs) Oh my god! I took a video and a couple photos. Yeah, I can't wait to edit this. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm so sorry.
0: So, uh, so yeah, so then I basically like logged into my account and I found some really cool new products that I'm gonna offer. We're gonna offer some sticker sheets um and i was getting really into making them and i was really excited about it and it got me like all jazzed um and it was like kind of zooming out and doing like one little thing instead of being like oh what are all the things i should do and all the inventory i should think of and all the pricing Mm -hmm. i should think of and um and then it all feels like the deadline's coming up so quickly and suddenly and um yeah it's just kind of a fucking shit show so (laughs) god bless america (laughs) oh my god and, um, I just can't wait for the holidays and I hope they go well and this blanket is really fucking hot and, um, I can't. <laughs> and I'm, uh, oh my God, it won't stop.
1: Anyway, I'm, I'm really God. proud of I'm myself like, for doing that and pray. I'm proud of
0: myself for having a friend in Sarah who can help me, um, off a ledge when i'm like i can't do any of it because all of it is too much and then she's like why don't you maybe just do a little of it now my dog's just kicking do himself one. in the fucking head
1: okay. <laughs> christ almighty oh my god absolute chaos it's chaos all right well here. sarah what's up yeah I, I was just gonna say though like i am really proud of you and i think that you know that uh is something that uh, someone taught me I can't even remember who i feel bad about it uh in design school just being like edit to amplify like and it applies like across your entire life so if you're ever feeling overwhelmed like try to simplify it down to like one thing and then uh you will feel better um so I'm really glad that that was helpful um and I'm so psyched yeah and I feel like my like
0: mental illness doesn't make it easy to do like one thing thing at a time <laughs> yeah. um so uh yeah it was it was very helpful to be reminded that that's an option um and for anyone else who needs that reminder yeah. just text sarah a hundred texts in a row mm-hmm
1: yeah multitasking is a facade it is fake it is not real we are not built to multitask no it's really difficult um and
0: also predicting the wants and needs of people are predict are difficult which is the whole episode we're doing right now so yep bing bong great great just take care of your own little brain hell yeah
1: Sarah, what are you proud of? What's going on? Yeah, I, um, well, you guys know this by now. I struggle with overthinking, like, a lot. Um, (laughs) and I was talking about that in therapy, and I was prompted with the idea of, and this is really similar to yours, Dana, I was prompted with the idea of, what if you just made a decision in a sanctioned amount of time and then didn't allow yourself to continue worrying about it? And I was like, oh, uh, oh. Okay. Wow. Hard, but okay. Um, and I had been avoiding buying tickets to fly home for the holidays, like not because I don't want to go, but because I knew it would be expensive and prices are fluctuating all the time yeah, and it's just it's like like so hardcore so analysis. Stressful. Paralysis yes. of, like, is this the best flight? Is this the cheapest flight? Yes, and like is this flight gonna get cancelled? so so stressful um but one night last week I just sat myself down and I was like okay you have a half an hour to book this flight so I did like some quick research I chatted with Joe and we just went for it and I was so proud of us and I immediately felt relieved that it was done and I'm excited to go home and it was something that I had built up in my mind to be really scary but once I decided to just Mm -hmm. make a decision it made it so much easier I know I I I really
0: relate to that. I think one of my proud ofs a few like months ago was like being proud of not obsessing over our road trip. Yes, and I kind of regret it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being honest. I should have put some more fucking thought into it. But um, but yeah, it is freeing to not like uh, just totally lament and consider all the options and instead just be like this, bye. Yes, totally. You're like, oh, wow, I feel like it's 1972. And I just called an airline
1: and was like, can I have a
0: plane, please?
1: And they were like, maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's something that I feel like is definitely a pattern in my life that will probably come up a lot. But I'm really thankful that uh that we just made it happen
0: all right well thank you sarah that was lovely i can't wait for part two um sucked for you guys i get to hear it right now but you guys have to wait a Ayo. whole fucking week idiots suck it
1: nerds <laughs> <laughs>
0: um but please 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 send us your listener write-ins um we have one coming up at the end of the month like basically the week after thanksgiving uh so email us at at your own risk the pod
1: at gmail.com you can also like dm them to us oh my gosh dana you know what we should do we should have people send us their like holiday survival stories like i need this I need this. Yeah, uh, funny <laughs> you say that, Sarah. That's
0: the most genius idea you've ever had. I I want to hear. I want to hear uh, how you almost died on Thanksgiving. I want to hear about yep. how you um, your family drama. I want to hear some hot fucking goss. That's what I want to hear. Spill some fucking tea. Oh, yeah. baby. We can, oh, yeah. we can. Bleep out what all the Aunt names. What did Aunt Deborah say? Yes, yeah. I want to know. What did she say? I want to know. Yeah, please, 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 please. I really yeah. want to hear from you. And a big shout out, as always, to Chris Karwaski for our theme song and for editing help, and welcoming Joe Borg into the crew for editing help and support as well. He edited last week's episode, and uh, it was a doozy. So thanks, Joe. <laughs> I was literally like, I was like, Dana, have you ever not nervous laughed for one second in your fucking life? Sorry, <laughs> Joe. Um, but uh. you can find them both at Chris Can Be Funny and at Joe Should Talk on TikTok. They're both very funny and very
1: great, and we love them. We love them a lot, and we happen to be dating them, but. They're lovely, lovely and talented individuals as well. Yeah, they're two men that we will tolerate. Yeah, we don't like men typically, but this is the exception. <laughs> passed the test. <laughs> um, you can also join our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash pod for as little as $3 a month. And make sure to follow us at pod on Instagram and TikTok. And as always, please take a moment to read our review. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> read all of our reviews of our and then reviews review those See how
0: there are only like six of them <laughs> um and then leave your own uh rate subscribe all of that fun
1: stuff it will help us out so so much mm-hmm. you gotta do that but as always thanks for living laughing and listening at your own risk see you next, next tuesday. tuesday love, love you love you don't care hey, just you. a little hey. Bye. Bye. <laughs>